Hey, thank you for joining me today on Hope for Heroes Texas. This is Brad Cornell, where we serve those who serve us as they carry the weight of the badge. It's gonna be a long one, another graveyard shift. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today on Hope for Heroes. Go to HopeForHeroesTX.org. This is the Weight of the Badge podcast where I interview and talk to friends and people in high positions that um, really carry the weight of the badge. And it not, might not be an officer. It could be the governor. <laughs> yes, Governor Abbott. That was a blessing. And uh, I am more honored and blessed today than I've been in a long time. In fact, if it wasn't for this gentleman I have on today, I never would have been able to interview the governor. And so, uh, you know, about a year and a half ago when I started the, uh, the Hope for Heroes, you've got to have some people on your side. And of course, law enforcement and the guys that have the horsepower makes a big difference. And so I was blessed and honored when I started this to meet a gentleman that is a, uh, a very unusual as far as as much horsepower as he's got. He's got a heart the size of Texas. He's, uh, he's, you're going to really love to listen to him. But because he said okay in Austin, he is the president of the Police Officer Association in Austin, been an officer for many years, and he said okay because I have to get these folks from somewhere. They don't just I don't just go say there's an officer on the street and say hey you want to come to a Hope for Heroes event um, at the Bevy Hotel. You know what we do there? We give them a free night for the family. We give them a four or five hundred dollar gift card depending on how many kids they have. Do a beautiful gift basket, but it's all in this it's all in the greeting, and that's why it's so important that you go on our website at hopeforheroestx.org and find out just uh, how how to get the, the information and I'll give you a text that when the next one is. So that's what we started doing, but I had to get some buy-in. And the first one I went to was this uh, gentleman up in Austin. I heard how much horsepower he's got and met him. And I am honored and blessed to say that without him, it would uh, never have happened. But without his heart and all this last year and a half, it has been just amazing. And now, and you'll hear the circumstances, but he's now with Hope for Heroes helping me um, take this to the next level. I'll be spending a lot of time in Austin. He'll be spending time in Bernie. And I just want to welcome to the program today just a dear friend, a great guy. And I say we're just working together. And this is Ken Cassidy. Hello, Ken Cassidy, sir. Thank you, Brad, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to... Uh, Working with you over the next several months and and uh, expanding the program and and uh, reaching more first responders in Texas. Well, thank you so much, Ken. And I just can't can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate. It. Now, do I still say officer, Ken Cassidy? I'm still detective until okay. the end of the year. Um, you know, I've, uh, uh, let the people know in Austin that I'm working with right now that uh, I will be done by the, the end of the year working for the association and and. Uh, retiring from the police department. So I'm really excited about it. And, and uh, um, you know, between this and helping take care of my mom at the home, uh, we're allowed to burn some of the, the sick time uh, that we have. And, and uh, so I'll be splitting time between helping take care of her and spending time down here with you. Sure. Well, I'm excited about it. And, you know, I was, I don't, people always ask me, and that's why I want to go through a couple of different things. People always ask me, okay, how do I get the officers that come here? So how is that process so that People understand how I choose them or how they get chosen. Absolutely. On occasion, um, I will work with officers um, that have been involved in critical events, you know, maybe a child's death or uh, a child drowning um, or, you know, an officer that even uh, uh, has been involved in an officer-involved shooting and they're struggling with that internally. And, um, and, you know, I will send them down here for the the greeting, uh, which is the most important part of this program. And uh, I also work with our peer support unit that deals with officers uh, that are having personal issues. It could be a divorce. It could be uh, drug and alcohol dependency. It could be a lot of different things. 
but uh, Joe Brown uh, is who I work with there, and he also is on the uh, board yes. uh, for Hope for Heroes Texas, and uh, we're the ones that make the decision on who comes down uh, to, to spend weekends here. Okay, and you've obviously, when they come back, I mean, when you when one comes here and comes back, do you talk to them? Do you, they tell you how it was? Absolutely. I just sent uh, uh, an officer down here this past weekend. Uh, there were over 100 people there greeting him. Um, he's been through a very tough time and, and uh, got caught up in um, p- politics in the city of Austin, which is a common occurrence these days, and is just really struggling. He and his beautiful wife and kids got to come down, and, and he was just absolutely blown away uh, with the people that uh, live in Bernie and then the program uh, Hope for Heroes Texas, and really uh, appreciated you uh, and the greeting that you gave him because uh, if you haven't been, Brad does a fantastic job of uh, getting the crowd going and, and uh, you know really encouraging the officers and letting them know that uh, the people in Bernie care about uh, them, even though maybe people in Austin or San Antonio don't. Yes. Well, it's, it's just an honor and a blessing. I have I put these guys on a pedestal, um, and I do honor them as a hero because that's what they are, and you as well. And I know we've got some new programs we've been talking about because it's it's really important to continue to have the folks come to the greetings because that's really what it's all about. A little vacation is nice for the officer, but when they realize how many people love them and care about them, and that's what this whole this uh, Bernie's all about is the pro uh, officer outlook and we love our police officers here and we love them in, we love them nationwide so i was talking to you about some different opportunities and one thing that a lot of people don't know and you'll see it coming down the road here but you know the officers wives are such an important part of this and a lot of times they're the ones of course we call them superheroes but they don't really get to um they don't get to benefit as much as maybe the officer does when really they should so we're getting ready to start a hope for heroes women supporting women and so what do you think about that? Tim, give me some ideas what you think that that we need to do on, and it, is it a good thing? I, I think it's an absolutely fantastic thing. Um, you know, we're, this is at a time when we're trying to recruit women into law enforcement. And what people don't see, um, you know, you might you know, be involved in a critical event or, you know, an officer-involved shooting, something like that. But you don't see the pain that your family suffers and, and your spouse you know, um, my spouse, uh, Jamie, um, suffers just as much as I do uh, through critical events that uh, I've been through. Uh, we had protesters at our house and had to move out of the house for a period of time during the uh, George Floyd protest and riots. So, I mean, they have to go through everything I do, but it's just in a different way and, and they never get recognized. And this is just one fantastic idea because uh, it'll give more recognition to our spouses who who uh, are always, you know, they're always in the in the in the back and 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 uh, you know allow me and and the other officers to to have the limelight, but they deserve it just as much or more than we do. Yes, and the idea is that we take Bernie Texas and the women. I'm going to have a luncheon for the women uh, leadership kind of ladies and business owners and the people here in uh, Bernie, so that when we have a greeting that the officers wives will be greeted by a lot of women that are here in Bernie that are there to support them and they'll have a support group maybe they'll have a card that says you know the hope for heroes you know women supporting women give me a call if you need some help if you need a prayer we'll be praying for you we're here for you we'll have some luncheons going on and just different things to support the ladies and so that should be just a I think it's just going to be fantastic it will Brad and 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 you know uh I don't care what anyone says you know um Men for years in this country have gotten you know a lot of credit for the things they've done, but uh, 
you know, women are now stepping into the spotlight and, and doing great things. Uh, you know, one of my uh, wife's professors invented the cure for Ebola uh, mm. at the University of Texas, and they're, and they're stepping forward and they're doing great things, and and they're inventors, and and uh, you know, we need women in our lives, and you know, we need to appreciate them for for all the hard work they do. My, you know, my wife works a full time job; she takes care of the kids. Um, you know, she takes care of me, um, you know, when I'm down and out and need, need encouragement. So it's, it's a total team effort. And, uh, I would not be here today sitting here talking to you if I didn't have, uh, my uh, beautiful wife, Jamie, in my life. Amen. I feel the same about my little darling, Jeannie. She's the same way without her encouragement and stuff. Cause it gets, you know, it gets lonely at the top and gets lonely at the bottom <laughs> in between. So you need that encouragement. And just so folks know, how long have you been on the, we're on the force on the force? I've been on the police department for about 25 years now. I started out on patrol, uh, in Southwest and Southeast Austin. Uh, then I moved up to a uh, street crimes unit where we concentrated on, on violent offenders and, and uh, prostitution, which was a problem back uh, when I was a very young officer. Uh, then I was a, a street supervisor as a corporal for a period of time. And then I spent several years investigating um, organized crime as a detective in our organized crime division, which mm. I, I just love that. That was a, a fun time. And then at a point, I, I realized I was uh, um, you know, burnt out. And uh, I was tired of appearing in federal court every other week and, and uh, seeing um, people go to prison on a, you know, just a, a weekly basis. It kind of has a psychological effect, even though they deserved uh, <laughs> yeah. what they were getting. Uh, you know, that was some uh, emotional baggage that I had to deal with. And then I just got to a point where I just wanted to support police officers and their families. And there was no better place than being the president of the Austin Police Association to you know, help officers that uh, have just all kinds of personal issues and, and family issues and, you know, counseling people uh, with problems at work and uh, dealing with uh, political individuals like the governor and, and, and getting uh, important bills passed over at the Texas legislature uh, to make our officers' life a little bit easier. Yeah, well, it's been fantastic. And you still, you were still doing different um you were still on patrol and all that while you were doing things. I still do. I uh, was uh, patrolling this last weekend downtown. I, I, I love getting out and uh, putting my uniform back on. A lot of times I'm in a suit and tie or yeah. uh, casual wear during the day. But uh, um, it sounds strange, but that's actually kind of a break for me. Yeah. Uh, and I get to get out and be around the officers that I love and, and I support and, and uh, you know, do good things. And, and uh, the area that I like to work has become a very violent Area yes. of the uh, city of Austin and uh, just being able to be there and be, you know, supportive. And so what, let me just, I want folks to know, because there, I know people are wondering, okay, I've got this. How did you get this incredible, amazing leader, officer? Uh, there's so many hats that you've worn. What was the incident that kind of, I guess, brought you to Hope for Heroes? It, uh, you know, it's an honor to come to work and, and just seeing the work that Brad uh, and his board do here uh, to make our officers' lives easier, um, to show them support, and to have a place to where we can get people out of Austin uh, to a place like Bernie to where they can have some uh, rest and, and, and recuperation uh, to, to get themselves mentally right to be able to go back to work. And people are always so shocked uh, at the greeting that they get down here. And I mean, I just the feedback on it has been fantastic. And, uh, you know, here recently, the, the main reason I'm Coming down to work with Brad and and uh, hope for heroes as I had my own critical event um, in Austin where we were doing first aid and, and working on a 
individual that had been shot uh, in the 6th Street area at the same time having an officer involved shooting. Um, so uh, it just became probably too much stress for me and, and too much exertion, and I had a heart attack. Mm. And um, I had to be transported to a facility there in Austin where uh, at a later date I ended up uh, receiving three stents in my heart and had a 95% blockage of uh, what they call the widow maker. Yeah. Which if it would have been uh, a total blockage, um, I, I probably would not be here today. You'd be with Jesus. I would be with Jesus. And yeah. I would be, you know, that's, uh, I would be happy with that. But I prefer, Yeah, but I wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. <laughs> or your wife. A lot I, of folks would Nobody, you know, that's, that's not a good event. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm also secure enough. Um but uh, I know where I'm going. Yes. And, and uh, there's a plan. And, uh, you know, I continue to, to do God's work and, and trying to do good things for our officers because they deserve it. Well, it scared me to death when they found out about it. My gosh, are you kidding me? And it was a lot of folks were just praying for you and praying that you got you got uh, well and what you have. And it's just amazing that God opened the door where you can come here and help us with Hope for Heroes because you're such a you're such a, a pillar in the community and the officers trust you that when they say, hey, you can come to Hope for Heroes, they know that it's a real deal. It's not just some kind of phony thing. And uh, you've helped with so many different areas of raising money to knowing folks and to being able to put us in opportunities that we wouldn't have gotten without you. So having you on board and the wisdom that you bring, just like this women, um, women supporting women, that is really going to be a great thing. And you know so many leaders, which we're excited about some of the leaders of Austin, you know, Tammy Baker being one of them, to come down and be on our board and to help with this. And then, you know, the one thing that's come from you and I visiting and kind of looking at uh, – kind of what Hope for Heroes can do for the officers is a lot of folks don't realize it. I didn't realize how many officers are were in the military before they became police officers. And so here's a whole group of people, a whole group of men and women that were serving our milit- in the military, serving our country worldwide. And now they come home and become a police officer serving our cities with that kind of integrity. So I really want to make a, we're going to start making a big deal out of the fact that when there's an officer here that was also has served in the military, like you have, and that's what I was amazed at. You would never realize and never know that what that, that you served in the military also had a guy come up to the truck today when we were getting gas and to want to give us a, a, a badge or a little token. And then pretty soon you told him, Hey, I was in the military also. Cause he saw my truck thinking, who is this guy? And so tell me what you, who do you served in the military ahead of this? Sure. I was uh, in the United States army. Uh, my first duty station was Fort Myer, Virginia, where I worked with uh, uh, the old guard and uh, did ceremonial type things at uh, Arlington National Cemetery, which mm-hmm. is one of the biggest um, accomplishments of my life. Just being able to be there, you know, to, to uh, be part of funerals for the Kennedy family, um, and and uh, wow, uh, I mean, you just name you know the you know, congressmen or, or or war heroes. Uh, they're, that's where they're buried, and and uh, just to be able to do that, and then work with uh, Colin Powell and uh, his family up there uh, at the same time was just a, an absolute honor uh, and a privilege. And then I also served over at uh, Schofield Barracks in Hawaii, in a small island uh, called Johnston Atoll, where they destroyed chemical weapons. Uh, oh, wow. it was a very interesting assignment. Uh, worked a lot with Raytheon 
corporation right. had a plant. Uh, so it was half. We can't know, find a better place to destroy weapons in Hawaii. It, it was, I mean, it, well, it's, it's, it's 700 nautical miles southwest of Hawaii. So oh, okay. You actually had to fly out I'm there. thinking Nevada desert. That's where we need to go. That's yeah, about but what okay. it was like. <laughs> oh, was it? It was, it was a uh, interesting assignment. They, they treated you uh, phenomenally just to make sure that you wouldn't go crazy out there. Yeah. Um, there were probably maybe 150 people total on the island. Oh my gosh. And every month, every other month you were allowed to go back to Hawaii for, for some rest and recuperation. (laughs) Really? That's interesting. Yep. It was, it was, it was a, it was a blast. Yeah. And you know, something I'll never forget. And then my last duty station was at, uh, Fort Sam Houston and Brooke Army Medical Center. and, And I just absolutely, um, Love San Antonio, and I and I really appreciate uh, the fantastic work our veterans do uh, down there at Brook Army Medical Center, oh, yeah. and the you know the burn patients and the trauma that they see, and and uh, they're truly doing God's work, and uh, the Intrepid Center uh, f- for rehabilitation. Uh, so just Fort Sam always will have a special place in my heart. Sure. And uh, after that, up in 1998, I left uh, the military, and and uh, I love. Longhorn Sports, so I applied to the Austin Police Department, and uh, I've been there for the past 25 years, and and, uh, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, You know, there might be a few things that I've said over my career that I regret, Um, but uh, as far as my career choice and working for the Austin Police Department, I would would not make any changes at all. Well, I truly, I tell you what, it's, you've been such a blessing to hope for heroes. And I don't know what, I don't know if I could have done it without you because obviously San Antonio was not on board and, um, Bernie was on board, but it was right during the, that Rodney King riot. And the, so we had the riots I had to deal with as far as to even start this thing. And then we had COVID and then we had all these things. And it's like, there's no good time to do what you need to do. If you need to do it, no matter what, and I just put it all in God's hands. And we said, all right. And that was one great thing is when I knew that you were a Christian, so you'd have that faith, you know, um, you kind of depend on the, you know, three nails and a cross, too. Absolutely. And, and Brad, we needed it. I mean, you could not have come along at a better time because we were struggling. You know, I was even struggling with my faith going, you know, I mean, what, you know, what have I done wrong? Um, you know, this this incident happened in, in uh, Minneapolis. And, and, you know, why are all these thousands of people sitting out here throwing rocks and destroying cars and, and uh, doing the and taking over the interstate, Interstate 35, and uh, multiple times, and it was uh, you know it challenged my faith and it challenged you know my my want to continue to be a police officer. But you know, looking back on it, you know, I was there for a purpose, and and uh, and when the city of Austin uh, failed our police officers, the Austin Police Association, myself, and the people that work with me had to step up and, and do the right thing. And you came along at that time and. And uh, you, you and Hope for Heroes have been an absolute blessing. And the, and the citizens of, of Bernie, uh, for our officers, I just can't tell you how much you touch the lives of people, people that uh, are depressed, people that have drug and alcohol problems, people that you know are wanting to quit the police department. They come down here, and, and Brad puts on such a good um, program that uh, by the time they leave, they're, they're re-motivated, thanking me, you know, thanking you. And thanking the citizens, the citizens of Bernie. Yeah, yeah that's what it's for, all about. For, for bringing, you know, the, the gift card's nice, the hotel stays nice, but it is all about the greeting, and it's uh, hard to explain. And, and uh, anyone that's listening to this podcast, uh, you'll never understand until you can come see it. And yeah. And you will totally, it'll come into picture, and you'll be like, I want to do this again, because it touches so many people's lives. 
Yeah, well, I appreciate that. You know, my daughter-in-law came from Houston and she was uh, not expecting, you know, she's heard about it, but a lot of people hear about it. And she was there this last weekend and she was just blown away. She said, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, what? And then she said, I've never had so much fun. I mean, hey, you come and get a breakfast taco, you get some coffee, you see all these people that you don't know, but pretty soon we are family. I mean, we really are family. We know our first responders, what you guys do for us, and everybody's there just talking and chatting until the officer comes, and then they just continue. So it, to watch an officer, the officer come in, and their families are not expecting this at all. Even the ones that have heard about it. I know some people say, hey, this has got to like wear out where since you're doing all these officers, you know, they're, they they find out they're, they're going to be a greeting. Yeah, they might know there's going to be a greeting, but they didn't expect that greeting. <laughs> it never will. And, 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 no. and, and it never will wear out because um, it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the citizens of Bernie, it's, uh, you know, being able to be part of something um, where you're really just your presence and 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 being there means so much to these officers and first responders that put their lives on the line for for us every day. And uh, you know, I never see this program going away because it does affect people's lives. It helps Bernie. Uh, you were the man of the year in Bernie this year. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're proud of you for the well, work, thank you for that the work you've done. <laughs> and uh, you know, we're going to continue forward and and. Hopefully, uh, with me coming on board to help and, and other folks that I know that want to volunteer, uh, we'll be able to expand out into the state and maybe even into the country. Oh, yes. Well, thank you so much, Box. We call him Box. He's built like one, uh, but he's uh, he's he's got a heart the size of Texas. And I want to thank you so much. You know, people are going to get to know you. And, folks, you need to come out to a Hope or Heroes event, and uh, you'll be meeting Ken Cassidy a lot more. And he'll be at the events off and on. He'll be kind of taking over some of them, too, just doing what I do, and uh, which isn't too tough. It's just doing what we do. And so, but you need to meet him. You guys need to be more involved as far as just coming out and just all you got to do is just come and clap. How hard is that? And have some breakfast tacos and laugh for 35 or 40 minutes, and then we're done, you know, but we're going to expand it. But I want to tell you, thank you so much, Ken. I can't wait for people to meet you. And as we continue, they tend to know you and they'll get more information. We'll be giving you more information on the women, supporting women, and uh, the officers that were that are uh, our heroes, <laughs> kind of double heroes. They were supported our country. Thank you for your service, Ken. Thank you, Brad. I, mean, I, I appreciate that. And, and uh, you know, uh, sometimes we forget about our veterans and they get for, you know, forgotten about. But that's the good thing about San Antonio. We have such a strong military presence and, and retiree presence that, you know, that'll never go away. But uh, for officers that move out into places like Houston and Dallas and, and Austin, um, the concern and care for, for veterans and first responders is not what it needs to be. And that's right. why I think we exist uh, to expand out to, to make people realize um, that uh, these officers are, are, are uh, doing great work and, and our EMS and firefighters uh, are going through trauma daily and yep. on on the citizens' behalf, and uh, that's what uh, you know. Why I think uh, Hope for Heroes is so important to to our state. Well, and it's going to be a and it's going to be a new celebration every time an officer that was actually a a uh, a veteran also is going to get a special little gift because now with the awareness because I wasn't in the military, not a police officer, so. You know, I love them both, but now that I realize that our officers have been in the military also, ahead of that, my word, they're going to get a little special something that uh, they're going to like. Well, I want to thank you again, Ken. We're going to go out and get some work done and continue to spread the joy. So thank you again, and folks, just continue to to, uh, check out HopeForHeroesTX.org, and we'll hopefully see you at the Bevy Hotel on a Saturday morning. I do it for us. 
and I do it for them. And I ain't gonna buckle under the weight of the badge. Hey folks, wow, I hope you enjoyed that. It's amazing what these men and women do as they carry the weight of the badge. And we sometimes forget how incredible they are what they're called to do what they do. So you know what? When you see one, give them a wave, give them a smile. Things are tough out there for all of us sometimes. So take some time for yourself. Spend a little time in church and with your family. And uh, thank you for joining us today on Hope for Heroes, Texas. It doesn't weigh a lot Until you put it on And the weight of it is staggering It's all